I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. This week's pep talk, we are talking all about what worked and what didn't after one full year of working for myself, which is very interesting to do a review on. So I honestly can't believe it has been one official year since I stepped away from my 22-year corporate career, which feels like a lifetime. And honestly, in some ways, it feels like yesterday, and in other ways, it feels like such a long time. But I actually had a friend reach out to me earlier this week, whom I hadn't chatted with in a while, and she was like, Holly, your bus stop dream came true. And I was like, wait, what? And so if you hadn't heard the story, when my girls were in kindergarten, which was before the pandemic hit, their bus came at 8.35 a.m. in the morning, which meant I could not put them on it because most of my meetings in my corporate job started at 8.30 or 9, which is a reasonable time. Um, and I had to commute to work. But I also could not get them off because, you know, kindergarten ended at like noon or now in first grade, three o'clock. So, I mean, thankfully, my boss was flexible, but the sight of two five-year-olds getting on the bus and me not being there was like something that I was like, I have to rethink everything. Like, this is not what I signed up to do. And so, ironically, COVID happened and then there was no bus. And so then we were all home, but I never went back. So I have shared with my clients that figuring out this schedule and a routine post-corporate is what I call unraveled. And one day I'm going to write a book about it. But it's literally been me unraveling myself behind the scenes with all the survival tips I put in place when I was working 17-hour days and building a business and untraining my brain from the habits that took over a 20-year period to establish. And so it's been hard. And I would say for the better part of last year, I felt really lost, right? So I didn't have to work at 6 a.m., but should I? Because I'm a, a workaholic. I'm an Enneagram 3. I like to work. It's fun for me. So I've also been successful this year, but I kept thinking like, can I keep it up? Should I really take a vacation? Is it okay to take time off? So I have insecurities just like you do, but the good news is in a year... I do have a really good idea now of what is working and what is not. And then so can't talk. So in today's pep talk, I thought it would be fun to do a year in review. And yes, I know it's February, but I say everything doesn't have to have to happen January 1st. So here's what didn't work. The number one thing that did not work for our business specifically was ads. So a lot of coaches will share what worked, but I also think it's important to share what doesn't. So I want to start here. 
I was in a very high level mastermind surrounded by men and women who were making seven plus figures and they all had great success with ads. And so when I looked at our business model and I looked at the framework we had, I was like, you know what? I think it makes sense to run them. So a few lessons that I learned going into it. One, you do not want to run ads unless you have a proven funnel already built in multiple launches launches under your belt, which in this scenario we did. Two, you need to be prepared to spend money to make money. Now, we were in a situation where we were able to set aside a specific amount of money for ads and we knew if nothing happened, it would be fine. Not to say that that's the goal, right? Like we obviously wanted to make our money back, but you have to be prepared to spend money to make money. But I will say, unfortunately, we spent almost 60 grand in a year in ads and had very mediocre results. And I say that and it's still like, it's just, it makes my stomach do like flip-flops because it's a lot of money. The positive part of this is the ad agency that we worked with were full service. So not only did they do ads, but they also helped us with page copy and funnels and emails and more. So it wasn't a total loss, but we did not make all of our money back. So the lesson that I have in this is, and one of the reasons that I did create anti-social school is find your client attraction tool. Because what didn't work five years ago or what did work five years ago is not going to work now. And so sometimes when you're a big fish you or when you're a little fish, you can't compare to what the big fish do because it's different. And so I think for me, the client attraction tool that works is podcasting and summits and speaking in group events and that whole antisocial strategy that I put together. We have seen over a hundred times return on that as compared to our ads. So just something to noodle on. Um, number two, what didn't work is a little less painful to talk about. And that is working at the kitchen table. So this was honestly a really bad habit that I had. So when I was working full time, I would just carry my laptop around with me and I worked anywhere. So I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to do five minutes here. I'm just going to do 20 minutes here. And I realized quickly that I had zero boundaries. And if I wasn't careful, I would work myself to death. So going into last year, I set very specific business hours when I was working on my business and when I wasn't, which I had done before, but this time it wasn't at the kitchen table or the couch. So I created a workspace. We actually have two in our house now. And I either work there and shut the door and really focus and get things done and then I'm done or it's out of the house. And so setting a super clear boundary with our family of when I was working and when I'm not, because now I can be really flexible really allowed me to be much more focused and honestly have more free time because I have less distractions. So while I did build a business sitting at the kitchen table, I definitely don't do that anymore. And then number three of what didn't work was what I would call complicated systems. So I would say going into January of 2022, I decided that we were just going to do everything at once because I was like, oh my God, I have all this time now. Like, let's do all the things. So we hired an ad agency. We grew our team. We launched a membership and we did all these things at once. And while most of them turned out to be successful, it was too much because I was the bottleneck and the bottleneck meant I was working too much. So, and I guess you could say in hindsight, this was growing pains, but in like Q1 of last year, I was up at 5 a.m. reviewing funnels for our ad team 
because I was the only one that could do it. And so this wasn't what I envisioned, but I didn't have anyone else on our team yet that knew the details like I did. And like I said, we had invested a lot in that. And so I was not going to be the bottleneck for a 60 grand investment. So what we learned was about three months in, we scaled back. We paused the ads because they really are like pouring fuel on a fire and really showed us what our gaps were. And we focused on building the team first and simplifying things. So how could I get less off of my plate? What emails could my team answer? What automations could I set up? What were ways that I could streamline my schedule? And so I will share, and I've shared this a lot with our mastermind, and we're actually going to teach it live this week when we're in Florida at our retreat, is to understand where to outsource first. And so a great exercise to do this is to make a list of every single thing that you do. Every single thing that you do in your business, whether it's a one-time thing or it's something that repeats. And then all I do is next to it, I decide, is this a priority or can I just delete it? Is it not important anymore? Can I delegate it or do I have to do it? And so in the end, we ended up hiring an awesome website team who take care of all the backend updates now. So it's not me doing that because it was for a really long time and then streamlined all these tasks. So anything that was repeatable, I then outsourced to our community manager. And then podcasting, as an example, got automated. So this is a way that we took the application and we have now set up a process, which it goes to my team who reviews it first, and then they send it to me. And if it's a yes, we built automations on the back end to take care of interview questions and calendars and all the things. It probably, that process alone is saving me four to five hours a week. The other thing that I did was, and I know I've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but it's so, so, so important, is streamlined my calendar. So now I only do podcast interviews once a month. So instead of just random days of the week, it's like the third Wednesday of every month is podcast day. We do two or three and we're done for the month. So it streamlines the work for the team. It also streamlines it for me. In terms of complicated systems, there were also a few lessons learned along the way, like picking the right tools. And I always say the tool is not something you should stress about at the beginning. But as you get further along, the tools will definitely help you as you grow and scale a team. So I actually hired somebody to set up Dubsabo for me, and I never touched it because it was too complicated and I needed things to be simple. And I didn't have time to learn a complicated tool. I know some of you out there love Dubsado. It was not for me. So a year later, we had a, now some lessons learned under our belt. And just recently, we switched to ClickUp and started actually seeing our activities streamlined. So my lesson learned here is you don't need a fancy system at first. You need to work through it and very clearly understand what you need and then layer in the system or software that makes sense. And in our case, we actually hired an expert to set it up. So now it is set up correctly and it's actually working. So in this scenario, we slowed down, defined our roles, wrote out standard operating procedures, which were the processes that my team now works through and simplified everything, which took about six months to do all in all. But those were some of the things that did not work. What worked was outsourcing. And I sort of talked about that in our lessons learned if we wanted to create simple systems. And so how do we create simple systems? We outsourced before we were ready. So in hindsight, we should have spent the money that we spent on ads and put it towards 
other outsourcing activities. And one of my favorite mentors, Chris Harder, has a podcast where he talks about things that you should outsource as an entrepreneur. And the four things are copy. So copy and copywriting. I am not a copywriter. I don't understand what the right words to use are at the right time. I've learned. um, But having somebody review your copy or even use your voice to help you with sales pages is such a huge time saver. Ads, you guys know that story now. Um, Your website, which we did, and bookkeeping. Now, I'm lucky enough that my husband is like an avid bookkeeper, so he actually does that for me, but it's not me doing it. So when you think about what to outsource, think about those four categories, copy, ads, website, and bookkeeping. Where can you outsource those so that you have more time to be creative with your offers and what you're selling or what you're building? So behind the scenes, we actually outsource a two full-time roles as a community manager and an ops director. Um, so that was a really big move. We now have an operations director that sort of helps run behind the scenes things and projects for me. We've outsourced our podcast um, editing and all of the blogging and SEO that goes behind the scenes of that. And we have now outsourced our website and then we've outsourced copy and special projects. Now, The copy and special projects comes in and out, but for the most part, we have four people on our team now, a community manager, an ops director, podcasting team, and a website team, which is really amazing. But it took us a minute to get there. My second thing that worked in the last year was my intuition. So I always say, trust your gut. And most of the time, if something felt off, it usually was. So if something felt right, it was really right. If something felt wrong, it was really wrong. So I had a goal in 2022 to not create any new products or services and just to simplify, right? So going back to last January, when we were like in ads mania, I was like, no, this is not working. We need to do something different. So that was my goal. I'm not going to create anything new. But then in the fall, I had this amazing idea about sharing what has worked for us. And that was networking. So all of my clients still to this day, mostly come from podcasts or summits that I'm teaching. And I think it's because I love teaching and you guys love listening to podcasts. So it's a great fit. So my ROI return on investment on networking versus social media, like I said, was tenfold. So I trusted my gut in this scenario and created anti-social school. I literally wrote the course on the plane on the way home from Europe and launched it two weeks later. So I knew in my gut it would be awesome, and it is. It's one of my favorite programs, and our clients are getting amazing results. So the way that I designed it is so different than how any other courses that I've seen are being launched, and that is because it's launched via a podcast and live lessons with me, right? So if I think about what do my clients love, they love podcasts, they love listening to things on the go, and they love accountability. And so that's exactly how I designed it. And because the creation of this course came from a place of feeling very aligned, it's been very successful. And P.S., I know I've talked about this a lot, but the doors are open for the next cohort if you want to join. So you can go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial. But my gut for antisocial school was right on. And so I say, always trust your gut you know what the right next step to do is. The third thing that really worked this past year was leaning into coaches and mentors that specialized in what I didn't, right? So hiring mentors who are one to two steps ahead of you, but also running a business the way you want yours to be run is so, so important. And I know I've talked about this before, but I've invested in 
all kinds of different coaches. But this year, I really didn't want somebody to teach me what I knew, right? So instead, I invested in mindset coaches for a full year, therapists, and coaches that either had a skill set that I didn't have or ran a successful business in a way that I wanted and were ahead of where I And the cool part about picking a mentor that way is it's different than what you know. And so it makes you think outside the box, right? There are so many different ways to do things. We all don't have to do things the same way. And so this has been magic every single time. So I will never not have a mentor or a coach helping me ever. And so with that said, those are sort of the hurdles that we faced last year and some of our lessons learned and also some of the things that worked really well. And so I finally picked my word for the year since, you know, it's February now and I'm just talking about a year in review. I figure let's pick a word. So my word for 2023 is actually alignment, because for me, business is not a let's fit everyone in one box. And so this year I'm really focused on what is what feels good trusting my gut, surrounding myself with amazing, smart, inspiring women and getting in the room and networking with as many people as I can. Because in the end, if you listen to what our wins were last year and what worked, that's what worked. It was fun and it worked and it was inspiring and it was exactly in alignment with where I want our business to go. So I hope this helps a little bit to understand the behind the scenes of what worked for us and what didn't. But I will always say, remember, say no to the good so you can say yes to the great. You always, always, always have something to offer. And before you go and analyze all the things, I just encourage you to take fast action, keep moving, or as Dory says, just keep swimming. Even if it doesn't work out the way that you want it to, it's going to work out exactly the way that it is supposed to. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. 
And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.